Hey, Advisorist Nation, you're listening to the Advisorist Podcast, the most loved podcast for insurance and financial advisors worldwide that want to grow faster, increase commissions, and build a lifestyle you love. London to New York, Montreal to Munich, Austin to Australia. Shut down distractions, get focused, grab your notepad. It's time for Advisorist. Let's do this. Hi, this is Jeremiah Demery, founder of Advisorist, and it gives me great pleasure and really it's an incredible honor to introduce to you one of the hosts of the Advisorist podcast, Michael Levin. Michael is not only a personal friend, but he's one of the most established ghostwriters in the nation and a New York Times best-selling author who's written, co-written, or ghostwritten over 550 books, hundreds of them in the financial services arena, of which 18 are national bestsellers. There's, you would be hard-pressed to find somebody that hasn't been in more outlets than Michael. He's been on Shark Tank, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, Forbes, Politico, the LA Times, the Boston Globe, Writer's Digest, CBS News. I mean, the guy has even had his work optioned and made for film by Steven Soderbergh of Paramount, HBO, Disney, ABC, Frank Perry, and so many more. He ghostwrote for some of the biggest names in sports and business, including Dave Winfield, Pat Summerall, Howard Bragman, former Schwab CEO David Potrick, marketing legend Jay Abraham, NBA star Doug Christie, and the list goes on and on and on. And as the host of All Eyes on You, Michael will bring his unique blend of insights and wisdom as it relates to using books to get to the level of your dreams that you've always desired. They are one of the most powerful introduction tools that financial advisors and insurance agents can use today. I know when I got my book written, oh my, did the doors open up. And so that's why I'm so excited to have Michael hosting All Eyes on You as part of the Advisorist Network. Michael, take it away, my friend. Hey, everybody. It's Michael. Very glad you're here today because you're about to meet Scott Popowski, who is the person in my life or in my world who is absolutely the best at gaining attention for his brand, for his business, now for his new book, which is called Camera Focus, What Photography Teaches About Business. Can you the rest of the subtitle? Yep. What Photography Teaches About Business, Life, and Success. That's what I was trying to say. Scott is a, to say that he's a photographer is to radically underestimate his love of photography. He's created a very, very successful business around photography, and I'll let him tell you the story, but you're going to learn a lot from Scott. In, most of us think that marketing and getting attention is something that you hire a professional for, and Scott has certainly done that, but at the same time, a lot of it really is just rolling up your sleeves, being creative, and self-help. So Scott is the world's living authority on how to do that. He's going to share with us some of his secrets of success at gaining attention for his offerings and for his company and now for the new book. So, Scott, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Michael, thank you so much. I'll tell you the first thing when I first introduced you, not only did I love you that you were from Boston, I was from Boston, but your creativity and my research on you was just far superior. And it was like it needed to surround myself with amazing people. And that is part of my success is always surrounding myself with amazing people. So I appreciate 
I appreciate you. Camera focus is then a, people ask me how long did it take to produce a book? So many people say they want to write a book. And when I tell them that I have a book in my hand, they're like, really? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. And one thing that I found out, Michael, is it's not how you do it, but who. And part of my whole company culture was about creating team. And in the book, I talk about team members. And we don't call anybody employees. It's about a team. And the process of camera focus through my life and my career, anytime I had a team and collaborated with a bunch of people, things happened. And I only learned that, Michael, after I wrote the book. And what I learned was that you know, photographers, if you listen to this and you're a photographer and you're this, what we call a rugged individual, maybe you're in another different business. You could be a tailor or a pizza shop, a restaurant owner, and you're this rugged individual. Got to do everything yourself. And I certainly was that individual. And I would hyper-focus on the camera, <laughs> camera focus. And I would just super hyper-focus, Michael. And I've learned that I was always trying to get there. I was always trying to get there. But I was shooting jobs for Fox. Fox News Corp and National Geographic and HBO and worked my way up to the White House with Obama for two years, being this rugged individual photographer and always trying to get there. But it was after I wrote the book that I was like, I was already there. And it's about having that such hyper focus and understanding that measure back. <laughs> and in this process of writing this book and helping people focus, it was the experience of measuring back. And when you measure back, you realize how much you really have accomplished. And I think this is the one of the biggest things personally that I've gained is that I've measured back and help people focus. And we're going to do a lot of great things with this book. So when you say measure back, what do you mean? Yeah. So measure back, you know, so we come to the office the other day and, you know, we're in here every day and um, Louie and my focus manager goes, gosh, what do we do? What do we do this month? I can't believe it's already May. It's May, you know, it's May 2nd today as we do this podcast. And I'm like, gosh, you know, man, let's just measure back on the whiteboard of all the things that we didn't do. Just on the whiteboard. And we measured back. And it was like, oh, wow, yeah, we did do a lot. Right? So how do you measure back in your own life? Focus on some of the things that you've accomplished. And you start to realize how successful you are and how much you have done. And a lot of us focus on the future and what we need to do. And I always focus on the future. But sometimes I get caught in the gap and not understanding where I want to be in my future and how do I focus forward. And sometimes I simply just got to measure back. Okay. So let's talk about measuring your ability to get attention. What was the first time that you kind of proactively went out there and sold an idea or sold a concept to the marketplace? So I learned with strategic coach and coaching program platform that I'm, I'm really passionate about is my confidence level, right? And having the confidence level that if I believe it, I can sell it. I remember walking into Time Make Dublin and walking right up to Sports Illustrated. I mean, Sports Illustrated was my client. I was going after them. I walked right into Time Inc. had an appointment and just kind of walked in like I own the place. And I met with my client, and she's super nice, Michelle, super nice. She comes over and gives me a big hug. Scott, it was nice to meet you. And, you know, I'm like, just kind of like Scott going in, like, I don't know, just whatever. Scott went in. And at the time, I was doing sports photography for a Little League in Lawrence, Massachusetts. And I was talking about my sports photography at a Little League that I was doing, but also talking about 
a Sports Illustrated job we're doing. And she's sitting at her desk. She goes, you do Little League? Back at home? I'm like, yeah. We do sports photos for it. Little League team. And she was amazed that well, I wasn't coming in there with any, you know, we were selling our services, but I was just being me and just having that confidence level. And I was so camera focused on Sports Illustrated, but I also was focused on everything else in my life. So it was very well balanced. And I think having that confidence level really made the difference. So let me get this straight. You sold photography services to Sports Illustrated based on the fact that the only sports photography you had done to that point was photography of a Little League baseball team in your hometown. Is that correct? That was the start of it, and I pitched them an idea that we can print a photo in a minute from my company, Photos in a Minute, that we could print everybody's photo and put them on the cover of the magazine at their special events. And I had their attention. And I'm like, what else to do? And I told them what else I did. (laughs) You know, Scott, most people think that they have to accomplish a thousand things in the world at lower levels before they can even try in the higher levels. And what I hear you saying is you had some experience, like you've never seen a camera before, but you combined the experience you had with the humility about it. You know, it's not like you were a World Series photographer, you know, who'd been at home plate for the, you know, seven right. games. But you combined that with confidence, supreme confidence, and then also a very shrewd marketing idea for them that would make them money. So you put those things together, you marched in, and you said, hey, let's do this. And they did. Yeah. And what I found out, Michael, is I was always offering something that was unique, right? Having something unique in our offering is the ultimate for any company, any person listening to this podcast, having that unique ability, just like you have, Michael, about writing unique stories and the words that you write are very unique. And for me, being a photographer in what we do, we have to be unique and create a great experience. And I started doing that at, you know, way before we heard these words of, you know, experiencing customer visions and the different buzzwords that we all hear today. We are doing that 20 years ago. Okay. So, you know, you're a photographer, and photography is one of the fields that has been sort of usurped in many ways by technology. Everybody has an iPhone or an Android phone. that They've all got phenomenal cameras on them. And I'm guessing that a lot of photographers have sort of lost their reason for being because you can do such great work with the phone on your camera. First of all, is that correct, that the industry is really kind of, you know, reeling in some ways from the fact that everybody's got this great technology at their fingertips. Is that true or not? It is true, right? And it's been going on since the time of Earth and as we evolve, right? Everything has changed. I uh, have a home up in Maine, and this is this, this craft that they do where they grab ice cubes out of a lake and they store it in a storage shed and they store the ice in an ice box because we didn't have any refrigerators and ice boxes, right? And it was a job for these people to cut these big blocks of ice and store it so they would have ice in their food and refrigeration, right? We didn't have refrigeration. And all of a sudden, technology changed, and now we have refrigerators. And these people that were employed to have these ice houses are no longer needed because technology changed and they evolved and did something else. Same thing here with photography. I um, end up being a good, through this process of writing the book, I end up reaching out with um, the CEO of Kodak. And Mark and I just had a great conversation and just connected. And he said something to me that really stuck in the mind as I was writing the book and doing research. And it was really nice of him to actually be so candid with me. And he said, Scott, this is the CEO of Kodak now. Scott, today, in the modern day of history, we have more human beings with a pocket phone in their pockets than ever before. 
and this is the CEO of Kodak saying there's more people taking photos. And their tagline is the joy of photos. And everybody enjoys a photo. And the experience is going up. And we just changed that experience where we're printing photos and delivering a great experience to either a Santa Claus photo or currently today we're working with the New England Patriots experience and a great photo next to the six Super Bowl trophy photos. And we're creating this great experience. And that's what people want, the joy of an experience that we're delivering. No, we're not selling a photo, but we're selling an experience. Okay, so just to sort of universalize what you're saying, everybody's been disrupted by technology, whether the people who cut ice 80 years ago before refrigerators came in, or photographers before iPhones came in, or financial advisors and insurance professionals before the e-trade of the world and the robot platforms came in. So everybody's experiencing disruption. What I hear you saying is that even before you can think about how do I get attention for my offering, it's how do I recast my offering for modern times for a world where the way things used to be done and for what people like me used to sell no longer has a place. Is that accurate? Yeah, absolutely. We all want to be innovative. We all want to do things different. But being able to adjust in the climate, no matter what business you're in, or you are in, right? Photographers, obviously, a lot going on in that industry, computer world. Even attorneys are going through that same experience right now. You can go on legal.com or some of these websites and get legal advice where we never had that platform before. And they're feeling the whole process of being commoditized. Right? Price, commoditized, and Amazon, some people shopping. How do we create a unique experience that people can be appreciative of what we do. So you get really cool gigs with this approach. Tell me what you're doing with the Patriots. Oh, the Patriots? Patriots kind of cool. Love the Patriots, right? I mean, <laughs> you hate them, well, but you love them, right? <laughs> you and exactly 4% of our listeners. <laughs> but go on. Well, you know, when they're your client, you're all in. <laughs> okay, so tell me how you got to get, tell me what you're doing with the Patriots and what the technique was that you used in order to get a gig with them. Yeah, so grab some paper, grab some pencils. I'm going to give out some free advice. Here's the secret sauce. We're able to just deliver a great experience with people seeing the Super Bowl trophy in a large environment. There's thousands of people there. And how can we take a photo, print a photo, and deliver their photo on their mobile device all in a minute? And we create that. We create that experience of a long line, take a great quality photo, have a good experience. Everybody gets an opportunity to see the Super Bowl trophies and walk away, give them a printed photo, because who really prints photos anymore, right? So that's unique in itself. And then get their photo digitally on their mobile phone as they walk around the stadium. So 5,000 people came to an event to see the Super and one of the things they could do there was to see the Super Bowl trophy, and you were able to print photos of 5,000 people or whatever the number was literally yeah. in a minute so that they would have that print and then they'd have it also on their mobile phones. Is that correct? Exactly. And they're sharing it and they're sharing their experience of, you know, wow, look at this and their fans and they're Raven fans. We all want Raven fans in our businesses. If we had such Raven fans to post photos of our products and services, and that's what we're creating for the Patriots. We're, we're creating an opportunity and a platform for them to actually broadcast their, their experience. Is it possible that most people in most fields are so focused on the offering, on what they do, that they're not really thinking about how the buyer experiences it, and that's why they're losing? 
Yeah, you get back up. The whole process of you know, you know measuring back and actually measuring back to like, hmm, you know, when we do Santa Claus photos around the country, we're currently located in about 12 stadiums across North America. And the process of actually telling somebody that we take Santa Claus photos. Better yet, how about we provide the Santa experience at large volume events? So the difference is we take Santa photos, who cares, versus we yeah, we provide yeah, people, Santa experience. Is that what? Is yeah, that, that, yeah, right. One sounds very prosaic. We take Santa photos. Well, great. So does my kids. So does my dog. But what you're saying is we provide this a Santa experience. Does that sort of fire off the question in their mind? Well, what exactly is a Santa experience? I want that. What is it? Yeah, I want that. You know, we get some. I want that. You're gonna go to a great event. You're gonna have a great time. You're gonna see the Santa Claus. Your kids are going to enjoy it. You're going to take a bunch of selfies. You're going to enjoy it. And you're going to go through that whole experience. And then you're going to see our photo opportunities with high-res, high-quality photos for an opportunity. Because the photo is the secondary, right? It's the experience. And after they had such a great experience, they get the option to purchase great photos. <laughs> and we're happy to sell them great photos because we provide them a great experience. So what is the Santa experience? You know, a Santa experience is really different. I'm glad you asked because, you know, people think, you know, and I say it with a Boston accent sometimes, right? Santa or Santa Claus, right? Santa Claus, and yeah. We all had, most people, some people have, they say most people depend upon, you know, you, where you are in the world and religious beliefs, but it's a cultural thing of taking a, a photo with Santa Claus when you were a child. It's very epic and it's been going on for a very long time. And that's something that hasn't changed. But it's not just for kids anymore, right? It's for millennials. It's for date nights. It's fun. It's fun. And we can be up doing Santa Claus photos at 11 o'clock at night with adults. And they're having fun. And it's not just for kids anymore. It's everybody just wants to have a good experience and share that experience. And that's why people do selfies, sharing their experience. So you go to mall and you say... You know, we'll come in about some, you know, drunk Santa and liability. We'll bring our own Santa. We'll bring our own Santa's playhouse or whatever, and we're going to create this experience. And, and here's how you're going to benefit. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, we synthesized a little bit more than that, where we actually collaborated with one of the biggest Santa Claus firms in the country that was recently on Chalk Tank on NBC. <laughs> they grow and we partnered up immediately based on our business. And so uh, one of the shocks from Shark Tank, Bobber, it was on NBC and made an investment into the company to grow this company 10 times. And I'm happy to be involved in that experience, <laughs> to be part of something that is growing. And we're right there. We're right there. When you have a shock from Shark Tank investing into great experiences, you know there's something going on. I went on Shark Tank. They didn't invest in me, but you know, <laughs> what I do is a little too unique and, and craftsman-oriented, which is fine. Just getting there is the mission, and mission accomplished for you. Yes. So what I hear you saying, and it's all entertaining, Patriots, Sports Illustrated, Santa, but what I hear you saying is that if you really want to differentiate yourself and not be a commodity, don't just think about what you sell. Think about the totality of the experience that you can provide because people don't want photos, they don't want insurance, they don't want anything. What they want is a feeling, and you get a feeling when you have a positive experience. Is that accurate? 
Yeah, absolutely. Just like your podcast, all eyes on you. It's about them, not us. It's about right. them. And who wants to be sold to? Nobody wants to be sold to. And when you take that away and it's all about them, not us. And when you change that mindset, and it a lot to do with the book, Camera Focus, isn't really about photos in a minute. It's not about me, Scott Kropowski. I might have some, you know, it's not. And people are like, oh, is it a biography about Scott Kropowski? No, it's really not, right? It's about helping people learn to focus and some of the tools that I learned to focus. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I just have to show you what happened a moment ago. Scott, to show you what a master he is, he says, don't be like that. Nobody likes these soldiers. And he went into a 30-second sales pitch for his book, Camera Focus. I hope you're taking notes at home because that's a high level. Well, you know, that was the gateway. That was my gateway of my broadcast journalism degree and transition over to the next segment. All right, fine. So, so we just got a couple of minutes, Scott. I just want to ask you this. People might be saying, well, you know, in your business, yeah, you can provide a Santa experience, and that's all well and good, but I sell insurance. So, you know, can anything be turned into an experience? Does it have to be kind of a sexy thing like photography to start? You know, no. We've grown our company, and I'm trying to find the right payroll company, the right payroll company as we grow. And I had a change. So why is that a good experience with my other current payroll company? And I'm changing, and I'm changing based on the people and the experience that I have and the comfort level. And it's been a great experience with converting people over and transition. I mean, I'd rather, you know, hey, who wants to change their payroll system around for their company or who wants to go get our root canal, right? I mean, <laughs> but it's been actually a good experience and we're actually kind of enjoying and learning about how we can transition over, how to make this whole process easier. And I've learned from, you know, I mean, the winning and learning, right? And last year I was learning. <laughs> Let's just say that. And, um, you know, I'm learning and I'm trying to find the right people, not the house, the who's in my company and I mean heck if you're in business to doing this you're not having fun what's the point yeah so I see that you switching to your payroll company actually was an example of the new payroll company creating a better experience for you because they were educating you and then you said who wants to have a root canal well a lot of dentists have to get attention for themselves and compete but this like, is true can you turn dentistry into an experience that people want to have as opposed to the way most people, you know, you're just using it as the standard metaphor for exactly what you don't want to do, the experience you don't want to have. So can you turn that into, into a positive experience? You know, it's interesting to say that. I was, I was talking to Dan Sullivan, the uh, CEO and founder of Strategic Coach, and he was talking about his, just, you know, came to my mind. He was talking about an experience that he had about going to the dentist. And he uses the approach like three years from today, you follow some of the coaching programs, three years from today, you and I have a conversation, how are you and I going to feel about our business? And we go into this really great concept of visionary of what's going to happen, right? And you create that expectation. And his dentist did the same thing to him and said, Dan, when we're all done this process of your dental work one year from today, how are you going to feel about it? And he explained to him, I'm going to feel really good to smile. I'm going to look good in front of my clients. I'm on TV a lot. I'm really going to appreciate these great teeth that I'm going to have, you know, when we go through this process. He goes, well, that's exactly what's going to happen. So we're going to look forward to doing this. I was like, wow. He just changed that whole thing around about dentistry and creating a vision of what's going to happen when this process is done. So, yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, you just heard it from the master. <laughs> Scott, the time flew by. I've got to let you go. Scott, uh, right on. 
tell us about the website for your company and tell us again uh, the name of the book and how they can find it. Absolutely. So a couple things. You can find it at where all fine books are being sold and, of course, on Amazon, Camera Focus, Spaproposki, or CameraFocus.com. CameraFocus.com. Learn how to focus. Learn some of the abilities, that the tools that I've learned from speaking to great people and helping a lot of people with ADD, ADHD. That's my passion. I want to help people focus and learn about ADD and ADHD. That's great. And the company website is? CameraFocus.com. I mean your business. Oh, absolutely. Photosinaminute.com. Want a photo in a minute? Photosinaminute.com, nationwide, anytime, anyplace. There you go. All right, Scott, thank you so much for taking the time. I truly enjoyed it. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you next week. Hey, Advisors Nation, are you ready to take your insurance or financial services practice to the next level? And are you prepared to fill your calendar with high quality appointments and bring so many leads that you get to pick and choose with whom you're going to work with? If yes, then be sure to check out Advisorist, a premium members-only community of insurance and financial advisors who are striving to excellence. Inside this community, you'll learn the strategies and tactics that most successful service providers are using, and you'll be able to implement them and see results faster than you ever thought was possible. Get all of the details here at advisorist.com forward slash membership. That's advisorist.com forward slash membership advisorist.com forward slash membership. We'll see you inside. You could be larger.